Which, aren't they just zombies in general, since we brought them back from the dead? You're saying a dinosaur is a zombie. Yeah. I don't know if dinosaurs are zombies. Zombies. I don't know if dinosaurs are zombies. <laughs> don't shift your way. Don't stare. And for God's sake, whatever you do. Hello and welcome to March Bradness. I'm Sarah. I'm Hannah. And this is a mini episode dedicated to movies that Brad Pitt should have been in. This week we're going to talk about how Brad Pitt should have been in the movie Zoomies, which is an incredible film that's available on Netflix right now and you should absolutely watch it. Zoomies is like the perfect movie. So Zoomies is made by, what was it, The Asylum? Mm-hmm. So it's like a group that does campy movies and they did sharknado and they do basically like direct-to-video or sci-fi original series knockoff films they cash in on a lot of like when escape from los angeles was out or escape to la or whatever they made a fake version and then they did like sharknado and birdemic and just sort of that whole genre of movies that you and your friends would have made in high school if you had millions of dollars zombies was made in 2006 then what do you think it was referencing? Um, World War Z. Uh, well, I mean, like, 2006, I think we were really into zombies in general. I think we had, like, Pride and Prejudice and zombies. I think we had 28 Weeks Later. This movie is, like, an hour and 20 minutes of perfection. It's actually... I'm gonna argue that, like, Zombies is, like, a well-written movie, and that I wish that more movies would have... I feel like a lot of directors and writers could benefit from using this, like, skeleton structure of a movie where it's like, here's the problem. This is what we're going to do to solve it. Oh, look, we solved it. Like, you know, like, not that it's, like, deep or nuanced, right. but if you're going to make an action movie and it's just going to be an action movie, yeah, like, follow Zoombies. Do that. Just yeah. do that. Don't make your movie three hours long. Zoombies did it in an hour and 20 minutes and they covered everything and it, it had an emotional arc. And I found it very enjoyable. Definitely. I think if Mar- if the Marvel Universe followed the Zombies script... I think the nice thing about watching Asylum movies is that they don't take themselves seriously. And it is like watching a movie that you would make in high school with your friends. Yeah. It's like, they're very simple. They're fun. They can't be. They know what they're setting out to do and they're gonna fucking do it. Yeah. They, it's like really quick. It's like to the point. There's no bullshit. There's no uh, hour-long board meeting subplot. <laughs> like some movies. It's just a good time. It's it's the same sort of conceit as like why John Wick is the best action movie in the past like 10 years. It's an action movie. It's here to have things get beat up and it's not going to pretend to show you any sort of deeper truth into yeah, humanity. I feel like get that down first and then you can play around with like, you know, jumping around in time and space. But until Definitely. then, if you can't do that well... Just stick with Zombies. We should probably run through the plot really quick. Yeah. So, in Zombies, um, it's a zoo. It's like a sanctuary dedicated to endangered animals. And everything's going great until the very opening scene. There's a virus outbreak that's only affecting the animals. The non-human animals. Non-human persons. The non-human persons in this zoo. (laughs) And uh, basically, it's just the animals are going crazy and eating everybody. And it's a group of people at the zoo and scientists. It's it's like Jurassic Park, except with zombies. Anyway, yeah, I guess that's all you need to know about it. Oh, no, you also need to know that there's this little girl character and she's obsessed with Kifo, the gorilla. 
Uh, and she's the daughter of the woman who's in charge of the park, because this is another movie where women can't do anything right, and we punish them for trying to have successful careers. Um, but a koala breaks into the office where the little girl is being kept safe, and the little girl fucking bodies that koala. She just destroys it. I think with a baseball bat, she just knocks its head clean off. Like, you know what? You see, like, she's, like, locked in the room with the killer koala, who she thought was her stuffed animal. She was like, oh, look, my toy koala. And then it starts growling. Um, And the the mom is locked outside the room in horror, like, like, listening to these sounds, and you think the girl's getting eaten. And then the mom finally gets the door open, and the girl's just standing there holding this, like, bloody stump of a koala. Covered in blood. She's like, oops. I don't think she says oops. Something like that. She's She's like, I'm not having fun anymore. (laughs) Something like that. She's an, like not the best, most interesting character. Well, she's an American hero, though. <laughs> I guess. It's true. She did save us from damn Australian zombies. She was zombies. a fucking badass. So Brad Pitt. Should be in this movie. And, and like a little cameo. Um, I think that the perfect role for Brad in this movie is going to be Jackson, the gorilla scientist who's in charge of this gorilla named Kifo, who's the last of his type of gorilla that they're, like, saving in this zoo. Yeah. So, Kifo, gorilla, which is just played by sometimes a computer, other times a man in a cheap gorilla costume. I didn't notice that. Oh, I pointed it out a lot. It's, like, very obviously just a dude in a gorilla suit. Really high budget in this film. But there's a gorilla scientist, Jackson, who's in charge of making sure that Kifo is safe and stuff. He's got, like, long hair and, like, a, a, a goatee and, like, big black matte glasses. And there's a scene where the people are like, oh, shit, zombies, And they finally make it to, like, the sanctuary that is the gorilla research lab. And they're like, blah, 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 blah. Like, we can't go out there. They're zombies. And Jackson is like, no! No, Kifo's the last of his kind, and I have to, I can't stand to watch him die. And I think he should have been played by Brad as just like a weird little cameo where you're like, is that? And like he's credited as something else in the credits, so you're not sure if it is or isn't Brad Pitt. <laughs> I think you need his name to capitalize on this. And I think that the writers of Zumbies would be like thrilled if to have Brad Brad's like, hey. name accredited to this movie. The thing about Brad Pitt and a movie like this is that he's got a lot of free time right now. Like, he's not doing anything. He's just making sculptures. And, like, I think it would be good for him to have a fun little project. Because, like, he's been, you know, I don't know. I feel like lately he's been making some more serious movies. Definitely. Like, Allied. Um, And he did fantastic in in World War Z, which is, you know, recent but pre-divorce. So I think post-divorce he needs to have a little bit of fun. And, like... He's a little pick-me-up. Yeah, just, like, a little easy, quick, goofy roll... And, like, he can play Goofy. We've seen it. And I think that... I think he'd do great as a little gorilla lover, just poking his head in and being like, we gotta save this gorilla. Gotta save my gorilla, Kifo. And then you'd be watching this movie, and then you'd be like, holy shit, is that Brad Pitt? And you'd go on IMDb, and you'd be like, ah, yeah, it is! It is! Brad Pitt was in Zoomies! Then you'd get bodied by Kifo. It'd be like... 30 minutes of filming tops. It'd be great. You could just toss him a hundred bucks and he'd be like, it's like a charity. Pro- he likes charity. He's a charitable man. He's like, I'll donate my salary to animals. So Brad. Gorillas. Yeah. Just do do it for the fucking gorillas, Brad. 
<sighs> Shaking my head. Shaking my damn head. Anyway, I think that that would be a good thing. Too bad he doesn't have a Twitter because then we could have hooked him up with Scotty Mullen. <laughs> but we just, we have so many good ideas for him and I don't know how to get in touch with his agent. I don't know how to make these things happen. Email play B Entertainment. Yeah, because I feel like at this point, I know Brad better than his agent knows him. Do you think Brad Pitt's current agent has seen all 51 of Brad Pitt's films, plus his uh, 6 to 12 TV episodes, plus his Dior ad? I feel like they've definitely seen the Dior ad. Maybe not, though, because I don't know if they would have allowed that to have been aired had they seen it. (laughs) They would have been like, "Mm, Brad... Hey, we got a we got a question on our Facebook about whether or not we were going to cover the TV episodes. Overall, it didn't make it into the bracket because for some of these shows, he had multiple episodes, and it's like, well, do you count that as one? Others, they were just it just seemed too small to pit against a movie, I guess. Twin um, Powers Brother versus World War Z. Yeah, <laughs> so they didn't make it, but I think that they could sneak their way into some mini episodes if you're like, gosh, I don't think that they've thought of everything. We have. But if you really think that, contact us on contact at marchbradness.net. We'd love to hear your thoughts about movies Brad Pitt should have been in. Yeah, if you have any suggestions, we will watch them and then be like, yes or no. Because it's not always what you would think, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes Brad seems like he would be good in a movie, and then you watch the movie, and you're like, no. But Zumbies, yes, Zumbies, go. Zumbies, yes, go. <laughs> Zumbies, I, I do believe in Brad's ability to pull off camp. Yeah. I think he could do it. Yeah, no, for sure. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be good for him. Be in a little, a little trash movie. Just, like, just, you know, have yeah. some fun. Yeah, have fun. Acting is the only drug you need. This is That's not medical advice. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I think that's it. Um, follow us on Facebook, which is March Bradness. Twitter, March Bradness. Instagram, March.Bradness. Uh, our website is MarchBradness.net. Listen to our episodes. Tell your friends about us. Please. We really like that word of mouth. Definitely. It really helps. Um, if you haven't given us a review on iTunes yet, you should absolutely give us a review. That would be awesome, too. We really need your help getting traction. It's all about you, the viewer, the listener. And then tune in next Wednesday because our next episode is going to be Interview with the Vampire versus the Mexican, featuring our first special guest, Rosemary Valero O'Connell, a local Minneapolis illustrator. Does bomb-ass illustrations. Check her out, and you'll get to meet her next Wednesday. Yeah, it's going to be great. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Bye.